You're listening to Wholesaling Inc. Episode number 1391. You got to get uncomfortable with small assignment fees. The best wholesalers I know, the most profitable wholesalers I know, the most free wholesalers that I know who have six figures sitting in the bank know how to do big, fat, juicy wholesale deals. And let me tell you, it is the name of the game. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. So it's time to get uncomfortable with tiny assignment fees. That's the topic of today's show. Before I jump in today's show, I'm going to play a phenomenal clip of someone who is in one of my private coaching programs who just did a massive, massive deal. And so I want to whet your appetite of what's possible. But before I play this, I want you to understand that the person who is going to leave this the the clip from when this person is talking prior to him doing this deal was really fighting me on the concept of doing big deals, right? We all have a default on how much money we think that we deserve to make uh, on each deal, what we think we're worth. And so over a lot of training and working with this individual who I'm super proud of and super impressed with, total rock star, you're going to see something pretty special, a transformation that uh, that I've seen right before my eyes. So let's go ahead and play the clip and then we'll get into today's episode. We just closed the uh, that, that massive deal yesterday uh, and got paid. So that was uh, pretty exciting. I think that the uh, the value add we decided to do by turning up the carpet and putting paint in really boosted the value. My agent thought we might get 220 for it. We ended up getting two offers of 250, both cash, no inspections required or anything. So that was a blessing. We got it for 112. The three, the three, uh, it was two lots in the house next to each other. Yeah. So 112, we sold for 250. Our, uh, our wire after all of our closing costs and the um, transactional costs was about 117. So that was our, our biggest yet. Uh, in fact, it was more than we made last year. So it was nice to have a break. Awesome, 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 James. Uh, thanks for letting us use that. And I'm super proud of you. By the way, if you're listening to this, now that you heard that, I think he, James said he made $117,000 on one deal. I want you, right? I'm talking to you, by the way, if you're listening to this, right? <laughs> Maybe you're on for a run or you're working out or you're in the car. You got to get uncomfortable with small assignment fees. The best wholesalers I know, the most profitable wholesalers I know, the most free wholesalers that I know who have six figures sitting in the bank know how to do big, fat, juicy wholesale deals. And let me tell you, it is the name of the game. How do you do big wholesale deals, right? How do you get uncomfortable with big wholesale deals? Well, I can tell you that your comfort zone is the enemy. If you are currently doing five, seven, ten thousand, twelve thousand dollar wollsale deals, hey, I want to congratulate you. Uh, that was your first step. But it's time now to move out of kindergarten, right? You got to get out of that white belt and now do that black belt. And by the way, if you're just listening to this, you can start with the black belt. You don't need to do a five or a seven or a ten thousand dollar wholesale deal. 
Think about it. Everyone's like, Todd, you know, okay, a $117,000 is outside of my comfort zone and a $10,000 deal is inside my comfort zone. And you're just telling me to get outside of my comfort zone. You know, I don't buy it. Well, let me give you an example. We always, every single day, you, me, your friends, your spouse, your family members, you all are constantly, me too, living in our comfort zone. Perfect example. If you are listening to this podcast right now and I said, hey, I have a job for you at McDonald's and I want you to take it today and I'm going to pay you minimum wage to work at McDonald's for 40 hours a week and I'll give you that job right now. And you say, no, I'm not doing that. The reason why you say no is that is outside of your comfort zone. That's it, right? You, you could say, well, Todd, I would never do that. I'm above that or I'm better than that or I have a better opportunity from that. But what it comes down to is that McDonald's is outside of your comfort zone on the low range, right? You are not comfortable working at McDonald's. So you say no. And so the only difference is where that gauge is. I talk about the income thermostat. And so right now, a $10,000 deal does not, if you're doing $10,000 deals, fall below where your income thermostat is. That's it, okay? <laughs> and so there's no sneaking around this. If you're constantly doing $15,000 deals or 20, you know, that's where your comfort zone is. And I had another uh, private client today on one of our coaching calls. He said, oh man, I did a $20,000 deal. And, uh, you know, it was okay, but I've got, you know, a 35 and a 50 in the works. It was awesome. I had a big smile on my face because now $20,000 is out of his comfort zone. And so you need to decide after today's episode, Todd, I am uncomfortable with anything 10, 20, 30, 35. I'm uncomfortable with that. I have to transform. I have to be a new person. My mind has to be stretched and I've got to grow it. Okay. And I'm going to share with you a couple of reasons why you need to stop doing small assignment fees. Let me talk about two different wholesalers. Wholesaler A does three deals, three deals in a month, not a big stretch. He or she makes $10,000 a deal, right? That's $30,000 a deal uh, a month. Beats a sharp stick in the eye, except wholesaler A, right, is spending about $7,500 a month in marketing. And maybe they have a virtual assistant and some software and you know accounting and taxes and all that. And basically after all said and done, right, they're gonna have uh, 30,000 gross. They may, may be keeping, I don't know, 10 to $15,000 of that a month. And by the way, if you're happy with $100,000 a year or $120,000 a year, hey, you know, that's okay. But you're probably not listening to this podcast because that's what you want to do. Maybe you want to get a 250 a year net, 500K a year net, seven figures a year net in your pocket. And that's where I want your comfort zone to be. And then even blow past that. Same person, same wholesaler, or let me say wholesaler B, does same exact thing, spends the same amount of marketing, but instead their comfort zone is 35,000 instead of 10. And now they do three deals at 35,000. Okay, you're looking at $125,000, I'm sorry, $105,000 gross, okay, $70,000 net, okay, and now 
that wholesaler has, geez, $15,000 a month easy to stick back in marketing, of which now they can repeat that process month after month after month after month after month. And after a year, wholesaler A made about $100,000, right? Doesn't have that much money in the bank, doesn't have a big cushion, is on the treadmill, can't hire people, can't build the team, doesn't have enough margin. Wholesaler B has basically netted or netted about 600 grand, right? Lived off, I don't know, 150, 200 of that, pays another 100,000. 50, 150, 200 in taxes, now has $200,000 in the bank after tax to now reinvest a part of that into his or her business or a cash flowing mobile home park, my favorite, <laughs> right? Or to hire a team member to now double the income next year. But those are power moves. You see that difference, right? That $35,000 compared to a 10 is like everything. Same amount of marketing, same amount of work, just a different mindset. So change it. Get out of your comfort zone and make that decision. The difference is staggering over the course of a year. Now, the first step of this is belief. Belief. Now, I just got back from a Hawaii vacation uh, with my family and spent a week on Maui, which was awesome. And I'm going to do a little bit of a humble brag here, if that's okay. Uh, I am the world's best parking spot finder. You can't beat me. You can't take me down. Anywhere we go, I will find the best spot right in front of the location that we need to go. Um, and I am halfway kidding, but I am serious about this. Uh, we just uh, went to this place. If you've ever been to Maui, it's called Twin Falls. And very popular spot where you go and you um, drive to this place and you hike to these beautiful waterfalls. Well, it's a very common attraction, so there's hardly any parking. And by the way, the whole time that we're in Maui, I'm always finding these great parking spots, and this was no difference, right? Long story short, I got a parking spot right in front of the entrance, and my in-laws who were there parked about a about a half mile down the road. Now, the difference between myself and my in-laws, and uh, by the way, is I believe that I'm going to get a good spot, okay? And so what I do is I sit and I wait and I commit to getting that spot. Now, I will see other cars drive by. I will see other people circling. You know, I take a look around and I could have a fear of missing out of a better parking spot a quarter mile or a half mile down the line. And I keep, keep moving, looking, trying to hit a moving, uh, moving target, not having the belief that I'm going to find one in front. But if I stay present, if I stay there, more than likely a spot is going to open up, right? And so the entire week at my vacation, I was like, what's the first step to find a great parking spot, guys? And everyone was like, belief, belief. And that was very true. And sometimes we wait a while, right? And, and that's okay. Uh, and sometimes we miss out on inferior parking or uh, inferior parking spots, right? And, and that's okay. And sometimes I have to be a little bit more patient and I will miss out on an inferior parking spot sometimes, right? But at the end of the day, I'm going to get a primo spot. And so it all starts with belief. And of course, that's a lighthearted way of, of talking about that. But I talk about the same thing with our team. You know, like we've got to be doing 35000 dollars $50,000 on the regular, right? I want to see you go for $100,000, $150,000 deals too. And if you do that, you're going to win. But you have to believe it, right? Because if you're like, hey, I just want to get the next $10,000 win or the next $15,000 win, you're not going to take the shot 
when you've got that big, fat, juicy deal sitting in front of you, right? You're not going to go for it. And so you must believe that it is possible. How do you make yourself believe it? Well, you tell yourself you deserve it. You put your eyes on it. You write a note in front of your phone that says uh, $50,000 deal. And you refuse to settle for five and $10,000 deals. I had a couple of clients who were chronically doing small deals and their profitability sucked. Super smart guys. And, but they, they were doing like $3,000 deals, $5,000 deals, $7,000 deals. And they had like 20 contracts on the board and they kept on bragging how they had 20 deals. And I'm like, great. How much profit is there in this? And no joke, out of 20 deals, there was like $65,000 sitting there in profit. And if you can imagine the chaos of trying to do 20 deals uh, and make $65,000, and by the way, like a quarter of those weren't even closing, and they had all sorts of title problems. And I said, listen, here's what I want you to do. Number one, I want you to believe that you are worth at least $30,000. So I want you to go back and I want you to renegotiate all 20 of these contracts, okay, for a minimum. Now, believe me, my minimum for you, I want to be 35,000. But I said, I gave them a little bit of slack. And I said, I want you to negotiate these all for a minimum of $25,000. And they're like, well, the sellers won't go for that. I said, no. I said, many of the sellers won't go for that. <laughs> so let me do some math for you. These deals, right, were like an average of like three, four, or five thousand dollars, right? I said, look, so there's about sixty-five thousand dollars in profit here, potentially, with a lot of work. I said, what if you take these twenty deals and you go and you renegotiate and you lose seventy percent of these? Okay, but the five that you keep, okay, you make twenty-five thousand dollars each on. That's one hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars. And you let go of all of the others, right? You now are pretty much making double with about 20% of the work. So they reluctantly agreed. And long story short, they did just that. And they did not lose 75% of the deals. They lost about 35% of the deals. And they wound up making about $150,000 instead of making 65. And they got rid of like, a bunch of the crap deals reduce their workload so, 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 so much. And so that is a pruning process. You need to be able to let go of the good to get to the great. That is really, 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 really important. The next part is I want you to start to be disappointed with small deals. Sometimes it is going to happen. You're going to do a ten dollars or a $20,000 deal. I had a client who was on the phone who was disappointed with his $20,000 deal. And I was like, that's so awesome. I was like, I want you to have gratitude for that 20K. That's good. Enjoy it. Put it in the bank. But just know, hey, that's below the standard, right? And so you're going to do better next time. And this is what the standard is. And he was laughing because he's like, I know I was so happy with the $20,000 deal 60 days ago. And so if you change that, you will win. So remember, part of that is renegotiating deals if you have to, if it's below your minimum. The last part about this is understanding a little bit of the dynamics, right? Like, why don't we want to do big deals? Well, maybe we feel like we don't deserve it or we're not offering that much value. And I could tell you that the deals that were the biggest ones, the six-figure deals, the sellers were the most ecstatic. They were the happiest. They were grateful. They went right to closing. They got it done. They wanted their money. They want to be done. They left us testimonials. 
And that's the way it normally works. And so sellers, not all sellers, but a portion of sellers are really excited to get speed and convenience. And because of that, they're willing to trade equity. And so provide that service, be there. You be the one that provides that value because if you don't do it, somebody else is gonna do it and they're gonna get the testimonial and they're gonna get the cash flow and they're gonna help the seller, right? And they're gonna get all the credit and the seller's gonna have all these great feelings towards them and they're gonna have the money and you're gonna be on the outside looking like, oh, my business is struggling. <laughs> so my goal for you is know your worth, know the value. You're doing something good when someone is in trouble and you can help them and uh, make it happen. The last part is after you do this 35 or 40 or 50 or $100,000 deal, default is gonna try to suck you back. Man, oh man, it's gonna try to suck you back to that old $10,000 deal. But you gotta keep focused. You gotta see truth. You gotta keep your eye on the end goal and know that you are worth 35, 45, 55, 60, $100,000 deals. Imagine, okay? You do 20, $50,000 deals in a year, 20 deals, okay? That's a lot of money. That's a million bucks. I know that you can do it today. Okay, quick reminder. Number one, comfort zone is the enemy. Two, uh, there's a big difference between two wholesalers doing three deals a month. One's doing 10K, the other one's doing 35K a deal. Difference is staggering, about a half million dollars a year. Remember my example about Hawaii and the good parking spot? You gotta believe you're gonna find the spot. You gotta believe that you're gonna get the deal because if you wait there, you'll be ready, you expect it, you're gonna get that big, fat, juicy deals. Okay, don't settle with parking a half mile to a mile down the road. Don't do it, okay? Be patient, your time will come. Be disappointed with 10 or $20,000 deals. Put it in the bank, be grateful, have gratitude, but then, okay, make sure you get out of your comfort zone and get the big deal on the next one. Renegotiate anything below your minimum. It's okay to say no. When you walk away, you're gonna get a portion of your sellers to say, okay, I'll do the deal. You gotta have that walk away power. Do the math, okay? You renegotiate two uh, two deals to $30,000 a pop, okay, that's $60,000. Okay, you try to keep five deals at seven, that's 35, that's half as much. Three times as much work. I found that sellers are more excited on the ones that I've done bigger deals on. They're more motivated. They go to closing, they're ready to go. and be the one that helps them, okay? Last one, last thing is default is a killer. Do not get sucked back in your comfort zone. It happens to me all the time. I've constantly got to fight it, okay? Keep your goal in front of you. Be around people who are doing big deals. Listen to this podcast, and I will talk to you on the next episode. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.